You're listening to Bleed TV, the only podcast for today's best shows and movies. I'm Cash. And I'm Jake. And we're right back, season four, episode 17 or 7, you know, depending on how you want to roll with it. Yeah, I don't know. Vikings, the great army. And man, is this a title. Yeah, great title for a semi-mediocre episode. I mean, the, we were talking about it a little bit before we jumped on it. A lot of like highlight points and stuff. Very cool, small moments. Yes, but overall, this might be one of my least favorite episodes of the series. Well, it's kind of crazy because we've had two of them yeah. back-to-back that were kind of... We thought last week was a setup episode, and then this one was even more pawn shuffling. So yeah. it's like, okay, this we next episode... Better lead to something. Better have some movement. Because I mean, when you have a title like The Great Army and stuff, you know, I would have at least liked to see... The Great Army? Yeah, even like some kind of battle formation of some kind. Yeah, anything. Nope. Nope. Just little, little pieces floating in here and there. Yeah, so this episode is all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll probably go pretty fast. Probably the shorter podcast we've done. Um, but that's the thing. This yeah. thing just kind of bounces all over the place, and it's very small moments. A uh, little quick confirmation. It was Odin. Yep, you know, it we- was Odin with the Eyeless. Ivar, you know. Poking puts fun a stamp on it. Yeah. Yeah. St- you know, fucking with Sitgard, of course. Um, the other the petulant child of oh, the group. God. He, he's uh, uh, about to get a friend by the end of this podcast down low on the totem pole. Yeah. Yeah. One of these sons of Ragnar is about to join him on the lower <laughs> ring um, of the, you know, the Lothbrook sons. Yeah. Um, I don't, where do you want to start? I, mean, I think just start with Rolo because, I mean, sadly, he didn't get enough screen time and he's kind of just on his own. And probably the saddest moment that we've had in a while. And it's it's weird to say that, but it was super sad to see Rolo driven that low. Yes. And, I mean, th- there was no happiness in any scene with Rolo this episode. And, like, it just went lower and lower yeah. and then rock bottom. I thought it was a strong play. By him? Yeah. To extend the olive branch to any Viking who wants to use his farmlands. That was strong play. Yes, because well, I mean we know he still misses like all the farming and the Vikings and just speaking in his tongue and everything. He was so excited to go to battle with them. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the battle ended up being pretty generic, but you could tell he wants the relationship with Bjorn. He felt alive again. Yeah. He felt Viking again. Yeah. But like you said, him and Bjorn have always had a really good relationship. Yeah, until the betrayal, they were tight as could be. Mm -hmm. And you could tell, like, they both want this relationship so bad. And then Floki steps in and is like, (laughs) no, sir. No, no, no. There is no we anymore. You You are on your own ever since. And I mean, he even throws in the betrayal. And I was just like, Floki, we got to get past it. And Rolo, you know, bigger man syndrome. Just the times are changing and you're not. Yeah, you're the only one not recognizing that times are changing. And I was like, oh, man, not not Floki. Yeah, and like I said, Floki is all over the map. He really is. Because uh, now he's full Viking again, you know? Like, yeah, it was, now, now he's back to the the Floki we like. Yeah, like, it was like the uh, temple thing never happened. Yeah. I I'm, mean, I know you're okay with that, but... Yeah, I hope it never comes up again. Just, I would be absolutely fine with that. Uh, really weird. But how weird would it be if this was the, that was it for the Mediterranean, for, for Bjorn? I mean, there's a good chance that it is. But I mean, all that set up for, <laughs> for, for Bjorn to go have a shitty fight with 
you know, a small group, and then now they come back and they got a revenge. <laughs> yeah, it's like it never happened. <laughs> oh god, that would be such a strange plot um, maneuver. It would be, but I mean, I don't really see any reason for us to go back to the Mediterranean. <sighs> not right now. Not as shabby as that fight was. No. Um, but yeah, Rolo goes home. He sees his kids. He's all excited. Were you a little let down that the kids didn't go hang out with Uncle Bjorn for just a little bit? No, I oh. didn't expect that at all. It tore uh, me up. Because uh, the kid wanted to. I, I could see it in his eyes. But to go in there, think Gisla is being cool. Oh, my <laughs> husband, you're home. <laughs> Oh, husband, children, come say hello to your father. Um, and then as soon as the door shut, I don't speak French, but there's a lot of bastards. Yeah. Um, she gets in a shove, a slap, and a nose punch. I mean, I thought the nose might be a little broken. Like, there might um, be a small fracture there. I don't know. That's a pretty stout Viking face she tried to punch. Uh, she might have broke her hand before anything. Um, but yeah, dude, this was horribly sad. Poor Rolo, man. Just brutal, man. And like, just take, like, not never grimacing really or anything. Just like, I knew it was going to happen. Just boom, boom. And I was like, oh. It's it's like all the weight of making the choice against his own kind Mm -hmm. just crashed down upon him. You know what I mean? It's like, he finally got to feel that again. He got shunned, obviously, at the end there. But then to come home and your wife beat your ass. And you can't really just knock the shit out of her. Just catching L's everywhere you're going is Rolo. Just not. Yeah. It makes me think Rolo's just going to throw himself out of the tallest window. And it was, and what was weird was on the boat or something, it was like, you should have killed him when you had the chance because he's going to be the most famous out of all of you. I forget like where I heard that in the episode. Um... Because someone was saying it to Bjorn. I don't know if it was Floki. It wasn't Floki. It was someone that was just kind of like off in the episode. I don't... The only one I remember is Floki telling him we should have killed him when we had the chance. And then maybe it was Floki who said it, but... I don't remember the famous part, but... But yeah, I mean... He's supposed to be the great bear or whatever, you know. I don't know. I'm really interested because... I didn't think that Rolla was going to have a big part in the show anymore. But yes, I, I didn't either. I mean, his his new show I think premieres tomorrow, or some, or may have premiered this weekend. May have been. Um, but I mean, he can film two shows. They film opposite times, possibly. Yeah. So, but I mean, this episode really gave me hope that we still have a lot of role. I mean, I know it didn't really show that we. Well, had- it either gives you a lot of hope, yeah. or it gives you he, extreme he, anxiety that he might die the next episode. But for just some reason, from suicide. Oh, well. <laughs> Or maybe he just goes on an absolute Francia killing spree and just murders, murders everyone everybody. Yeah. Does everyone come in? Well, there's so many different options now, I feel like, with Rolo that I didn't feel like we're there. Yeah, um, and who's to say he doesn't just, on the sneak tip, gather an army to help them yeah. fight Eckbert? I mean, I was really hoping that Bjorn was like, hey, you know, we could really use your help with this. See, I don't think he can, I don't think he can ask. Yeah. And I don't think Rolo can offer. I think Rolo just has to do it. Yeah, because I mean, now he, you know, because if he goes in, French flags are waving. Yeah, that that's a potential world war. Absolutely. Well, we know France and England aren't buddies. Yeah, you know, so it's like, hey, this could clearly happen. So I think that's a possibility. That could be Rolo's way in if things are getting hairy for the Vikings against England 
And then he just shows in. Because we already know Frankie has got some pretty good fighters. Oh, yeah. Damn good archers, obviously. Um, and boatmen. So, I th- I see that as a possible way of Rolo at least getting back in good graces with everybody but Floki. Yeah, I don't think there's any save. But, I mean, him and Floki no. have never been on good terms. Not necessarily. And, you know, like I said, man, Rolo straight up raped Helga back yeah. in the day. That was like second episode of the... <laughs> Helga ha- has no ill will towards Rolo. She was happy around him. Yeah, I don't I don't understand that. That's back in Helga, like, submissive days. Yeah. She ain't playing no more. Um, but anyway, so yeah, that's Rolo. We get... We get I'm trying these- to think of some small stuff, like Eckbert and Albert. Great scene. Alfred, sorry. Yeah, uh, Alfred. Um, fantastic scene. Like Fantastic. The, the entire time, I'm hating Eckbert. I'm hating the scene. Oh, and I'm like, man. What is going on? You know, like, I'm trying to listen, but I'm just like, God, this is tough to watch. Yeah, I was not a fan of Eckbert at this moment until he yeah. got in his face and was like, never let somebody influence you to do something against yeah. what you think. Always and, do what you want and always make sure that you never get... Uh, played, played basically especially by somebody like me like yeah. letting him acknowledge that i am the bad guy yeah or i'm what you will be facing yeah you know later on and if you can end up bettering me then i know that you'll be safe here yeah and then even offers him not necessarily offers but you know plants the seed you could be ruling this yeah you if he had his way yeah. you would be king after and, i'm gone when have we seen Eckbert not get his way? Yeah, but I don't... We both know this is some weird, unholy union between yeah. him and Aethelwulf's still wife, Judith. Judith. So, and this Judith, Alfred yeah. is Athelson's son, who's... So, really, Alfred's a bastard. Of, of all sorts. A bastard of a princess. You know what I'm saying? And of... Who's banging the king queenish-like. Yeah, and she had an affair with a priest who's not even supposed to have sex. Yeah. So, so I mean, just an unholy, unholiest of unions. Yeah, I mean, this kid could be the devil. Yeah, in all we could his... be looking at uh, the Antichrist. <laughs> um, but, but anyway... Also, I mean, that would make sense for how well he was drinking this wine. I mean, he was downing these puppies. Pretty good for a, what, 12-year-old or whatever he is? Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm going with. <laughs> Until he just throws up yeah. on the floor. Uh, we'll look past it. Puke and rally. He's got it. Oh, yeah, I would throw up if it was wine in my mouth. That's uh. just brutal. Um, so, yeah. So, we got a good scene with there. Judith and Elon. Always forget that he's her dad. Yeah. So, she goes to supposedly warn them that, hey, take this shit seriously. The, all the sons of Ragnar are coming for you. Yeah, I And he's all kind of like. I didn't like how confident he was. Yeah, well, but we knew he was going to be confident from the whole Ragnar yeah. scene. So he thinks he's the instrument of God. You know what I'm saying? So that is true. Like God is doing everything through him and everything. Right. And it's just right. like this is going to come crashing down in a horrible way. So would you say that my theory of Ragnar's Jesus moment's coming soon? Oh man, we're right back at it. Well. <laughs> I'm not it's gonna, the first time we've seen the, the thing opened even a little bit. I mean, we go back to it, and I was like, uh, third episode in the row, Jake is going to be all over this. <laughs> and then, like you said, you know, it's barely cracked. You know, we have the camera view of it coming out, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of scanning over, never looking inside. So nope. we have still yet to see if the body is still in there. 
And would they think that they would even see a body with all those big ass snakes in there yeah. chewing his ass up? So I'm telling you, they're, it gets stronger every day. They're, they're leaving the crack open in this theory for it to be possible. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm more and more, I think it's coming and it's possible. The finale, it's like I was telling you before the podcast, I think literally the last scene of this ep- this season could just be a hand coming out, coming out of the pit and latching onto the thing. God, at this point, I just really hope not. Cause your head's going to be so big. I mean, I'll love it too late. I will love it if they do it just because we, we always need more Ragnar, but man, you you pulling this theory out will be it'll be end of this. Yeah, and then <laughs> Ragnar will be a legit god figure oh, amongst yeah. the Vikings. Um because don't you feel like Ragnar has to be the one to kill Eckbert? I do. At this point, I mean No one no one else is really worthy of killing Eckbert. Only Ivar maybe. He still hasn't even earned it. Like, I mean, he's doing a lot of good things with the show and everything, but no. And to tell you the truth, my dark horse for killing him is Aethel Wolf. I, just, I mean, just out of. I think Aethel Wolf is going to be one of the first people killed on this battle. Whatever it happens. No. Aethel going to make sure Aethel Wolf <laughs> is the first one in the fiery line. I don't see that, man. Aethel Wolf is, look, we already know he is a beast. Nope. It's going to be a battle between Ube and Aethel Wolf. That'd be awesome. I'd love to see one of the good Bjorn sons, or not Bjorn son, Ragnar sons, fighting Aethel Wolf. I mean, dude is savage. He really is. He's a great fighter. The Tower episode at least shows how tough he is. Well, and I mean, yeah, he was beaten up on a defenseless Ragnar, but he's got some strength in his kicks and punches. Yeah, but F all of it. The... Guy can fight. Quinthrith in the Tower episode, if anything, like I say, shows he has got a, a hefty chin. And very scrappy. So, I mean, just brutal guy. So I I would love to see him fight. I'd love to see him kill Vitsik and... Oh, already throwing Vitsik. <laughs> to, to death. <laughs> just throwing Vitsik under the bus already, huh? Oh, dude, you know what's coming. Oh, yeah. Um, we'll get there. But yeah, so a simple Judas Alon scene. Pretty sure Ragnar's coming back. Obviously, do you, do you think that? <laughs> <laughs> do you think that there was like anything be, to Judith? You know, telling her sister, make sure you read. You know, all this stuff, or is it just kind of Judith, like no. extra screen time? Remember, this is remember Judith just wants to be free woman. Yeah, well, I she mean, doesn't want a title at all. Nothing. She just wants to be able be to make free. her own decisions. Yeah. She's telling her sister, learn how to read. So she can understand what's going on around her. And what's everything. happening in the world. Not just listen to what her parents are telling her is, is right or wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I was just wondering, like, you think anything's going to come of this? Or they're just giving her a little bit of extra screen time to... Probably just giving her some screen time so when she gets mass murdered on screen <laughs> that it'll have some weight. Okay. You know. That, that's kind of what I was thinking too, sadly. Yeah, she might just get... Maybe we'll see her, like betray her parents and go off with the vikings you know a man amongst the vikings that ooh, but i don't think that she would give up Eckbert. like i think she truly cares no no about no no, no judith's sister oh gotcha you know you know them sheltered girls man hey first bad boy rolls into town they're I mean, like Bjorn walks in you know panties could be dropping yeah i mean there's a few guys over there that could 
you know, probably at least, I don't know why all the other Ragnar sons are fighting over the same slave girl, um, who's a, you know, decent seven on on the block. I mean, she's cute and everything, but I mean, I just don't understand how it's a slave and like, they're not, there's other women there. Yeah. Just definitely. Why is everyone fighting over the same person? Who's a slave or F Kattegat? Go get a woman somewhere else. Go steal someone else. Go steal an Earl's. Go mess Anything. with the fake Vikings. Anything besides everyone fighting over one slave girl. Yeah. Or not fighting over it. Just wanting to share her. Like, ew, guys. I'm not sloppy seconds and thirds, any of y'all. Or Ugh. forcing them potentially fist with Ivar because you all assume. In- <laughs> if Ivar gets her again, it's be death. <laughs> but, um, so yeah. So there's all like the kind of piddly scenes. Well, all this is piddly scenes, really. Yeah. But um, So the defenses in Kattegat have come a long way, and we're still working they have. a lot. They're doing a lot of work. They like to, I like to see that they keep showing Larkthas out there, getting their hands dirty, doing well, stuff. I like it. You know, we see her, but we never actually see her do any work. Well, we saw her digging the ditch. <laughs> we saw her tying some knots. At least she has some dirt on her face. Yeah. I mean, she um, looks like she's been working on it, but like usually they, it was like they almost photoshopped the same exact camera. But you know who's the, the best episode? job? The old shield maidens oh, that yeah. protect her while she's digging ditches. I'm like, you bitches need to get down here exactly. with a shovel. Like, I don't need you protecting me. Get down here and work. Even Astrid's got her face dirty out there yeah, doing something. We've got like 15 shield maidens over here just yeah. looking pretty. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, that defense has come a long way. We get Ube and Ivar deciding to raise an army. Yep. Um, and they're going to use, they're going to pull favors. Yeah, even all the earls that even hate them and that they've done wrong in the past, they're still they're calling, calling them in. You know, whatever bribes, whatever they need. And it was uh, Sigar who came up with, well, who said it jokingly and then Ivar took it and ran with it. Yeah. Of creating the greatest army. Which I was amazed at. That Ivar agreed with him at all. Um, On anything. Well, I mean, it was amazing how Sickard actually became a real person this episode. Like, he wasn't scared or timid. Like, he was actually Yeah, competent. well, at first, the whole knife situation, I'm like, oh, you douches. Fighting over the stupid knife just because you want to fight. But, I mean, it was a great scene, actually, seeing him be brotherly and everything and just... Yeah, but then you see later on when they're in the blacksmith's thing. Yeah. And he's telling them, I still have a bone to pick with you. You know, why were you silent when I challenged Lagertha? Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, so he didn't forget that. Oh, Ivar doesn't forget anything. But I thought that Sickard, this is his best moment, his best explanation. He's like, you don't understand. Mother was great to you. She yeah. was not to me. She fawned over you, forgot about me. And if you remember, Sickard was the little blonde kid. No, it was Vitsik. It was Vitsik and Ube. Was it? Yeah, because Vitsik, when uh, he came in, you know, balls dragging, scraping across the floor and everything because he's a big battle-tested warrior now. Like, Ube told him, was like, you know, mother's dead and everything. No, 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 no. I'm talking about in episodes yeah. and episodes ago. Yeah, when they were under the ice and everything because of, uh, you're talking about when they were little kids? Yeah, when yeah. she's supposed to be watching him. Yeah, it was Ube and Vitsik because Vitsik was like, hey, you know... I don't really care that much. I don't think we really need to avenge her because she was the reason we were under that ice. Yeah, I know. I'm actually talking about the time when Bjorn's daughter was supposed to be being watched. And remember, um, one of the kids, blonde haired kid was like, 
hey, you know, what you're not paying attention. Uh, this kid's filthy. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Remember, remember they find her dead? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that might have been sick guard. Because she wasn't paying attention at all. I think I swear I thought it was Sitgard. That might have been, but I mean, it was so he's such an irrelevant character. I didn't even care. But you just him forget as a child. that yeah. Bjorn's kid died, and his you know the mother of the kid ran off. Oh, remember Scarface? So true. Completely forgot about all of that. Yeah, but uh, Auslog was kept or put in charge mm-hmm. of keeping her safe, and but she went to go with Harbard. Right, Harbard distracted her, and old old girl died <laughs> in the street. So it's like, man, ridiculous. So I guess Sigar, he's so Sickart had a point, yeah, because they were completely abandoned in the parts when Harbart was around, truly and forgotten about. And then Ivar was doted on because he needed all the special attention, and he's what brought Harbart back over and over again. Yes, true, because his pain was mm-hmm. what he was taking. So yeah, I mean they really have a good point, but Ivar still well, he's Ivar's be not going to let it go. Yeah. yeah. But, um, all right, so yeah, they're raising an army, and then they decide, Ivar's like, hey, we still got to kill Lagertha, and we shouldn't be waiting. And then I thought they were going to wait. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of reason to wait and everything, but, you know, we get the, I guess, the first trickling in of this great army and stuff. First group, first ships come in. Yeah, you know, they're all in there celebrating and stuff. Lagertha's like, hey, you know, you guys are okay. You know, she's accepting gifts from them. Right. Which, as you said, we saw our first Swedish. Yeah, a Swedish Earl. Yeah. Out of, just out of the blue. Given a badass <laughs> sword. Literally in blue. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, like, and super protective of Lagertha. Yeah. Like, when they go to hold him back a little bit later, he's like, what the hell's happening here? And, you know, he, I mean, he was ready to go. Throw he's down. ready to throw down. I, um, I would too. But, you know, besides but, the point. But, yeah, we get the first Earl we meet and his. Earl friend yeah, or, or second in command or yeah. something like that. They're like, Dude. oh, who are you? I'm Ube. Oh, we're sorry. Um, uh, yeah, sorry. We totally respect. Yeah. Like, uh, but then he chuckles and is like, who's the cripple? And, and I'm like, like oh. <laughs> Sir, you just messed up bad. Yep. And then he's like, that's Ragnar's son. And That's Ivar, my brother. I was like, oh, oh man. I was like, I, I've never seen anyone like just swallow their tongue so quickly. Just like, Yeah. Ugh. And what's funniest too is like he's he's telling him you should watch your mouth mm-hmm. if you want to keep your life. You know it could get really bad for you, and you could tell he's not talking about himself. No, he's talking about Ivar like, getting him. We we've all seen just Ivar become a little bit more ruthless every episode. Yeah, definitely. And I, he's going to kill a lot of people. Definitely. I don't know how he's going to kill a lot of people necessarily. But I think he might have the highest kill count by the end of the season. Yeah, it makes sense. He's going to be pretty nasty at some point. I'm not even sure we're going to see a great battle this, this season. season. Yeah, I, I'm um, kind of leaning towards no, sadly. But we'll see. I think we've seen how fast we can traverse the seas, like especially this true. season. So. Episode to episode, we could be at a whole other mm-hmm. continent. Um, anyway, they decide that during this next party, they're going to go ahead and lock the doors. Um, they, you know, have secret guys wandering around. Yeah, just already in position and everything. This is where we kind of get, like I said, the Torvi and Astrid 
And okay. Torvi realizes that something's happening. Yeah. And tells Astra, hey, something's going on. Something's about to happen. And then all of a sudden... They're all at knife point. Cloak and daggers, they're all at knife point, getting held back, including Sitgert. Who I didn't notice. Yeah, Sitgart's being held back uh, by his own people <laughs> uh, because he's a big pansy ass. Um, I mean, and Ivar doesn't trust him. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't trust him to, well, to because, hold up his end. And noticeably, Sitgart's not in. Like, when we were just talking about Ube and Ivar, Sitgart wasn't to be found. You know, they didn't introduce him or anything. No, I don't think they feel they can trust him and with, like, real solid plans. And I don't think they can. And Vitzik, I don't think that they should. Yeah, no way. Um, but we don't even know Vitzik's in town yet. Yeah. Oh, because, uh, yeah, he's not in town yet. So, Ube is, you know, he kind of turns, faces Lagertha. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, we hear the classic dagger smashing into the ground. Um, here comes Ivar. And she just gets up, finally. Ready picks up her, it. picks up the new sword gift she got, badass hell, and she's like, "Let's do this." Walks down there, they start spreading like they're gonna get around her, um, and then she just smiles, knowing as Bjorn yeah. comes in with, like the command that he immediately gets was yeah. fantastic and unlike anything we had seen given to Bjorn before. It's weird. I, I talked about in the beginning of the season. I like Bjorn's look. Towards the middle and towards the battle and stuff, I wasn't yeah. feeling it so much. This episode is Bjorn badass to the maximum. This is the best Bjorn we've ever seen. Oh my god! Just all those pelts hanging off of him. Yep. And, and I stuff. mean, if this is the Bjorn we're going to get like throughout, I take back everything negative I've said about him. Yeah. No, this was fantastic, and I love it because he's he is between a rock and a hard mm-hmm. place, but you know he cares about no one more than his mother. Yeah. I and mean, it, he it just straight up tells him, he's like, if you kill her, you're you have going to, to have to kill me. So I was like, oh, this is awesome. And you knew they weren't going to. Yeah, but I kind of wanted to see him make that move because I wanted to see Bjorn just go off on three people immediately. Yeah, but they totally respect Bjorn. Yeah. So it's like. And so like it makes me think of like, what were y'all really thinking? Like, did you think that he just wouldn't retaliate at some point? Yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. He was so. They're like blinded by the vengeance. Yeah. Because Bjorn had nothing to do with Elslaw. Well, they're blinded by Ivar's vengeance because like as you said and like we've said, you know, no one else really wants to kill Agatha. Yeah. Ube's just kind of going along with it. But I also think they know they can't necessarily do the things they want to do if Lagatha's still around. Yeah. I mean Maybe that, they can with Bjorn back. They're just more scared that Lagatha's going to want to kill them because she has no need for him. But Lagatha right. just wants peace with them. Like she doesn't want to take anything out of Ragnar's legacy or anything. She wants them to reach their full potential, or at least that's what it feels like to me. Yeah. But super awesome to see Bjorn come and yeah. own the respect he gets. You know what I'm saying? Um, like I, was, I was talking about this before the podcast. We get kind of, before all this goes down, we get a, a look between Torvi and Astrid. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of a, like who's Lagertha's right-hand man type of deal. Yeah. Now, we know Lagertha and Astrid are hooking up. They're like a couple, basically. Oh, yeah. But Torvi, she was... She seems more like brainy and more of like the battle side, possibly. And I don't she's know, always, I don't know where that came from, but... And Lagertha's always had like just a motherly instinct over Torvi. 
Yeah, just because something. Bjorn had something for her and everything. Yeah, well, you got the daughter-in-law. Yeah. Daughter-in-law versus girlfriend. But like I said, there's like there's a couple little knowing looks where they're kind of looking at each other almost like measuring their dicks a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of... I was surprised to see that. And then, like I said, Torvi's the one that notices that the, the doors are being barred and something's about to go down. Um, I don't know. I feel like there could be an issue there. And the fact that Bjorn has a blow up with Torvi later on too, that could lead to an issue. Yeah, I mean, just a massive blow up because Torvi is truly scared for Lagatha. He's like, how could you team up with Ivar and everything? Because he's like, none of that matters. The only thing that matters is us yeah. avenging my dad. And I didn't come back to have you tell me what to do yeah. or have anybody tell me what to do. I'm here to avenge my father, and that's what I'm going to do. Um, and then to slide off, to uh, apparently to try to see his mom, but apparently not Yeah, <laughs> because him and Astrid just hook up immediately like i mean two comics just coming together boom and we're talking about a couple breeders here oh my god like this child two very pretty people just uh this child could take over the world just just as looks yeah um so how does this all go over yeah like i said there's already a problem between torvi and astrid i'm telling you and now there could be this comes out there's a double problem there's like a quadruple problem and then there's lagatha thrown in there this is his girlfriend and Torvi, who she loves, that you're now cheating on with Astrid, his her girlfriend. Well, hey, mom, you kind of can't have sex with your girlfriend anymore because she's kind of holding my child. Yeah, Astrid, you're pregnant. How the fuck is that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and who's the father? Um, uh, some stranger, Floki. I, I got nothing. <laughs> Just some random. Yeah, yeah, Floki wanted Helga wanted a child. Floki didn't want to go through all that, so I said I'd have it. And I'll carry it. You know, yeah. no big deal. Surrogate. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah this, I see this all becoming a massive problem. Very creepy. Very just out of nowhere. And, and let yet, me say this too. This is the best Astrid's looked ever. Good God. I mean, I, I won't say that just because I've been on board with her since day one. I have not. But this, her just on the loom yeah. over there. Which, um, I mean, she had like some cool loom tricks. Like, I mean, just like. Yeah, she like was a, doing her thing with the comb. Yeah. Um, but her hair pulled straight back like this. Mm-hmm. Slick. I mean, chick was banging. <laughs> Serious banging. Um, so, yeah. So, there's that. Like I said, this is so all over the place, this episode. And then, um, I mean, finally, really, it's just... Fake Vikings. Okay. Don't forget about those. I, I did because they're the fake Vikings. Yeah, we don't love these guys, but they... They met up with the son, well, the bastard son of... The a, bastard son of an earl. Who we've never heard of. And apparently his trueborn son is the new earl. Yeah. But he wants to be earl. So we got ourselves a Bolton bastard. Like okay. Game of Thrones style. Yeah, that's okay? a very good way of putting it. He wants to be in charge, but he's a bastard. Of course, fake Vikings love this because they like ambitious dudes. They know that they're going to need people like this to pull off what they're going to want to pull off later. I mean, this was just too big of a coincidence for me, especially since I just don't like the characters and I don't see them really putting up a fight yeah. just at any point. We'll have to see because this guy is almost the king of Norway. Yeah. He rules everywhere but a couple sections. So it's like he has a lot at his disposal. And this guy, who they extremely shoehorn in, gets just quite a bit of screen of time. Um, he has really cool scar makeup, a bad eye. 
but he appears to be like an intelligent, sneaky motherfucker, mm-hmm. like a spy type dude. And they're asking him to find the weaknesses in the defenses. Um, at least this, the fake Vikings figure that out immediately. They're like, oh, Lagertha's on top of her shit. Yeah, you know, and he's like, well, even the strongest things have weaknesses. You just have to be able to spot them. And I was just like, this is just too coincidental. But I mean, like you said, the fake Vikings rule a lot and they can raise a big army. But to me, you know, like, how are you going to get these people to go against the sons of Ragnar? Especially since they're all about to go fight in the name of Ragnar. And so, like, as soon as this battle's over, what are these people? Are, I mean, Bjorn's just like, hey, guys, just stay fight be with us you know come join us in Kattegat yeah I don't know and have these guys already agreed to go avenge Ragnar too I don't see there being any way that you're wanting to be a ruling Viking in Norway and stuff and not fight in the name of Ragnar yeah I don't either you gotta keep up even fake precedent at this point like I mean you you'll be uh, mutinied like, they will mutiny against you if you don't yeah. allow them to go fight for Ragnar. Absolutely. So, yeah, I think they have to. And like I said, I think they're, they've they already talked about it. At some point, Bjorn has to go. Yeah. Um, they have to try to find a way to kill Bjorn. But I don't see either of them being a good enough fighter to kill Bjorn. No, I don't think it would be them personally. It'll be some kind of sneaky shit that they try to pull to get uh, him killed in the, in, the, in the middle of battle. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like... We're, you, you know, he, Bjorn's like, hey, I need y'all to be here at this moment and stuff for this plan to work. They don't go that way, and Bjorn gets ambushed because of it. Yeah, something like that. Something terrible. But um, Bjorn, please, for the love of God, do not trust them with something like that. We're, we're telling you from three episodes out. No, and they've given a lot of knowing looks yeah. from Bjorn, where he's every smart. time they're around, mm-hmm. he's always like watching them. So how great would it be if he's like, hey, guys do this they pull out because you know they think that they're ambushing him but he just set really? them up in a trap yeah he's setting them up yeah. yeah just to see how far he can trust him really because he knows he can't mm-hmm. and then just be like that- those bloody eagles for both of you <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> bloody eagle yes. for you bloody eagle for you i think um, we found our sacrifices for the next uh yeah would y'all like being pissed on and burned? Was that y'all's thing? <laughs> we can make it happen. We can do this. Um, but yeah, you're right. Uh, other than that, we get a fantastic yeah, probably Floki, the best. Floki and Ivar scene. I mean, just great all the way through. I mean, And I totally forgot. When he crawls into the place, I was like, oh shit, I forgot Floki was his teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, was like his homeschool teacher. And I mean, I kind of said last week how, you know, Floki was going to take Ivar back under the wing, get him everything that he needed going again. And at first I was like, uh-oh. Because, you know, they're, they're trading some pretty heavy barbs. Uh, Yeah, especially after all the looks from Ivar to Floki about this. Oh, my God. Helga I don't, I don't uh, think I've laughed so hard at this show <laughs> than with this scene going on. You know, Ivar, you know, crawling, like, daggering his way over the child. Oh, she'll make a great slave. And Helga, what? No. This is no slave. We're adopting this girl. And like the quick look he just sends over to Floki. Just, <laughs> <laughs> what did I say earlier? Bitches run wild, yeah, Floki. <laughs> like Floki just like grabs his wife. Like, that's not my problem. Just <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do? My hands are tied. Yeah. It's, it's like, like don't, don't say shit. <laughs> I mean, this was like the best acting without saying anything that we've seen oh, in great. a long time. It was great. Um, 
And then, yeah, like you say, they're throwing barbs at each other. Yeah. Uh, only to just burst out laughing and hug each other. Yeah, and then Floey just gives them that big bear hug, lifts them and everything. Yeah. And yeah. then just goes in, asks for something. And then, like, as soon as he's asking for, like, something to help him in battle, Flo, you, you already see the wheels turning in Floki's head and stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This is the idea, man. This is oh, the yeah. cue. And you know? I didn't know what I expected him to come up with. But well, like you said, when they first showed the horse, I was like, "Oh, we're gonna have a like brand like harness." Yeah, that um, that would have been my first guess because you could have given me about a hundred guesses, and there's no way I would have come up with a chariot. I probably would have got to the chariot only because I thought I remember seeing something in the trailers for yeah. the season coming up. Um, but badass, so fun, Love so it. cool. Like I, I think this is going to. Be so exciting. And Absolutely. I can't. Well, it gives Ivar a legitimate presence on a battlefield. Yes. Because we've talked about it before. Otherwise, archers would just mutilate him. Yeah. I mean, he wouldn't even be in the fight. No, he would just be a target dummy. He um, would be a shield. He would just be a human meat shield. Yeah. And Or he'd have to sit back and mm-hmm. not be able to fight. And we already know we can fight, so it's like, we don't want that. So he needs to be able to move. Where he can throw axes, shoot yep. bows and arrow, and be a badass. And just kind of like hold out a sword and just yeah, kind of just hack people hack as he's people running. Up. So, this will be fun. And I'm you love to see how excited he is when he's riding up and down the trails. Man, it was such a great, like, we have all this fog and stuff, and like, you just see him bursting through it, you know, howling and everything. I mean, this is just one of those scenes. Like, I mean, we have at least one every episode that just no one else is doing. What do you make of Bjorn sneaking and watching it, though? And looking slightly worried as he walks away. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I think it's just him understanding that he has to keep an eye out for him. Like, there's nothing that's going to be able to keep Ivar down. And he might truly be his biggest threat. Well, I think he, just like his other brothers, are aware that Ivar is legitimately possibly crazy. Yeah. But definitely violent and impulsive and zero fear um and it's just a legitimate threat like i don't think bjorn ever really took him as a threat just because he hasn't had the op- he hasn't been around him as much as the other brothers have and he hasn't really had a need to consider him as a threat yeah but now that you know he's coming after lagatha and everything it's something that he's actually got to consider yeah he's more of a threat now yeah, even more than he was when he's crawling around on the floor. Mm-hmm. You know, now he's like, hey, he's kind of got a presence now. He can, he's got mobility. But I mean, this is still like, I mean, a chariot isn't going to help him in a fight against Bjorn. No, or Lagatha. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. This is more of a a tool for war. But, but I mean, it's also one of those things like, whose side does Floki take? You know, I mean, that's another thing that's got to pop up in Bjorn's head now. Um, I don't think Floki can take a side. Um, Bjorn's done nothing yeah. to you know, cross Floki, and Ivar's obviously done nothing to cross him. And They're I mean, both sons of Ragnar. He loves Ragnar. Yep. I don't think he would do anything to influence the children way. just as respect for Ragnar. And I mean, he's done a massive thing for Bjorn in creating him the most biggest, most beautiful boats in all right. of the world. And now he's done something massive for Ivar. And given him a presence on the battlefield. Yeah, I think any of the sons of Ragnar were to ask him for a favor. Uh, 
I would hope he would just slash murder a couple of them. <laughs> um, which we forget we forgot to talk about, by the way. Vitzik comes back. Oh, I, I mentioned it. With oh yeah, I know you mentioned his balls dragging the yeah. floor and stuff like that. But to think he comes back like he just fought the beaches of Normandy. Yeah. Like he just uh, took on Rolo one on one and came out victor. It was like when honestly he goes into this fight against the worst battlers we've ever seen, and Bjorn has to save him. Oh yeah, I but mean, he Vincic comes back. Be dead. But he comes back like he's t- t- tough shit and can't be, you know, looked Stop. up at. Hey Ube, don't save your wife for yourself. It's just like, oh come on, Vitzik, get out of here. But just him talking shit, and then Ube's gonna like has to like look at him, and be like. Do you want to test me, Vitzik? <laughs> I was like, "Oh, Vitzik, you're down there with Sickert now. Yeah, like you're, you're gonna get ran through in a oh, hurry. I can only hope that y'all get just brained immediately. Uh, but I know that they're gonna do something to make us like Vitzik, and I'm just already not looking forward. No, to they're it. not. No, they're not. They did too much in this episode to absolutely yeah. throttle him down. <laughs> we'll see. We'll definitely <sighs> see. It was bad. I mean, Especially if you went after the wrong person. He Don't really go after did. Ube. Just, He's the one I like. <laughs> I mean, this is like one of those instances. Like, You ever seen Cutthroat Kitchen? Maybe. Uh, I mean, it's like one of those things where they spread out the punishments. Instead of just piling it all on one person. Right. You know, he tried to put Ube in line. It's like, no. Just continue piling on so you get, you know. We yeah, don't like yeah. him. Just go yeah. after him. Just the pile on one. him. Exactly. Yeah. And But no, he tried to pass it along. And like you said, it's just, you went from like. Okay, you're kind of a respectable third, you know, like you, but then you just plummet to the bottom of the earth third. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I mean, I'm going to take this Mediterranean child that Helga's adopted over you at this point. Yeah. And what do you think about the mind game that Lagertha played on him by telling him that he looks just like young Ragnar? Brilliant. I mean, you know, this Lagertha can rule. She understands people. Yeah. And and she understands politics. Yes. And like... Now I kind of hate that Ragnar didn't, well, it wasn't that he didn't, you know, he just messed up, slept with Aslog. But I mean, it makes me wonder where Ragnar would have been had Lagatha been able to, to help him rule. So he could have bounced yeah, ideas off to take that of weight off of him. And there's how much this show would have changed. Who knows? But that's the thing. It was. It's all about the faults yes. of this man. So it's all about the twists and turns and the good decisions, bad decisions he makes. Um, but, I mean, but yeah, I, I thought that was just a deft move. Brilliant to tell him that to get that in his head to make him maybe make him arrogant mm-hmm. and too confident, or make him think that he's Ragnar reborn. You know, there's a there's a lot of small games that she's playing that no one else is really catching on to yet. Yeah, and I really hope that we get to see her longer on the show because, as I said, I, I don't think that she's going to make it to the end of the season. I still don't, sadly, especially now that Bjorn's already sleeping with Astrid. But uh, I, I hope that she's still on the show by the end of the season. We get to see her continue ruling and see these small little things that she's able to do. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, there's a lot. There's so much, so many tiny plots going around yeah. now. Um, I look forward to it, but it, I'm do, we're due a good hearty episode next episode. Hearty episode. And we just, we've got to lose a few characters. Like, I mean, yeah, they're we, piling we've got, up. We've got but, too many side plots going on. And we're adding. Yep. But we're losing. So, 
it's time, sadly, that uh, we lose a few people. And I'm interested to see who they're going to pick. You know, guys, go ahead and hit us up on Facebook or Gmail or Twitter. Let us know who you think they're going to take out. Or if you even want them to take anybody out. I think the... The, you know, the little new Earls yeah. they gave us, you know, except for Sweet Oak guy. You think that could be Lagertha's future in there somewhere? Only reason I say that is because that dude was like doting on her. Uh, so you think maybe she just kind of goes off to Sweden or like he just kind of comes in and. Maybe that's an option for her. Instead of being murdered, she's like, hey, guys. murked by one of the <laughs> Ivar or whatever. I'll just bow out gracefully and head over to Sweden. Possibly. And then Ivar throws a axe into her back as we're on her way out. <laughs> yeah, she's walking out. <laughs> yeah. How'd that feel? Have a nice trip. It just burns her boat into the ocean. <laughs> it's a very uh, Ivar yeah. thing. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. But I'm, yeah, I agree with you. There's too many people. And then, you know, new Scarface with the fake Vikings. It's like, there's a lot of damn people involved now. There really are. I really hope it's just the fake Vikings are out of the storyline. Because I just don't see them as a threat i've never really but you know they're gonna be the big they, they've bad. built them up so much i mean i know they are but i just don't see it yeah well it's coming yeah something's coming and i can't wait to see the big battle hopefully we get it this season and uh but i mean until next week i can't really think of anything else you no i think we're good all righty well guys until next week i'm cash i'm jake see ya